Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort. So you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Namaste, yogis. This is Andrew Seeley here to welcome you to the Yoga Revealed podcast. Have you been introduced to the power of breath in yoga? On this exciting episode, we have the joy of hearing from the acclaimed Katana Yoga teacher and owner of Love Yoga, Kyle Miller. We go deep into the details of Kyle's journey from practicing yoga with Jiva Mukti founders, Sharon Gannon and David Life, to finding her soul sister, Cien, and opening their yoga studio in the heart of Venice, Love Yoga. Today, Kyle reveals a method to find focus and align with exactly what you intend to shine. It's important to teach people and it's also important to let them practice. And you know, you have to remind yourself when you're teaching a regular open class, they're not here for teacher training. They don't necessarily need the rotation of the hip and the da da da. They're here to get their practice in and go about their lives. Breathe to find the strength and awaken your true power as Kyle shows us this method to enrich our higher self within this hour of the Yoga Revealed podcast with Kyle Miller. Namaste, Yoga Revealed podcast listeners. Super excited to have you guys here for another episode with an absolutely amazing yogi right here from Venice, California. That's right. Kyle from Love Yoga. I am so stoked because it's honestly one of my favorite experiences to go to someone's class and then immediately after interview them because you still have all of that that influential feeling and just like that that uplifted beautiful like lively feeling from being directly in the class with that person and your energy today was just like as it always is on point so <laughs> invigorating so I'm, I'm really excited to have you on the podcast this morning thank you well it definitely means a lot to me to have you in class and i know that us yoga teachers and you could be practicing anywhere and um 
you know, it means a lot that you come to my class. I love it. And it's, it's really fun to have you in there. Yeah, I mean, I would have to say that out of all the studios in the area, I really enjoy Love Yoga. And your classes are absolutely challenging in the way that we think about movement. And it's so often that when I go to yoga classes, I feel like I'm doing the same thing over and over and over again. So I really have to um, do my best to stay outside of my comfort zone and to go to other classes and to, you know, jump around so that I can really get a taste of everything. And every time that I come to your class, I learn something new. Mm. And that's why I keep coming back. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you. (laughs) Now I'm blushing. (laughs) (laughs) Well... I actually started this podcast specifically for the reason of being able to hear the journeys of the yoga teachers and the yoga influencers and the yoga thought leaders of today. And I would definitely call you one of those people and going to your classes, experiencing what you're doing there at Love Yoga and experiencing what you're leading with Katana Yoga. And I must ask you, how was yoga first revealed to you? So, yes, and I would love to tell you my story. So, um, I'm from LA, and when in high school, we could go to yoga for PE credits. So, I used to go to Maha Yoga in Brentwood mm-hmm. um, with all the hot moms of Brentwood <laughs> in high school. And I would just go um, just for working out, and it was really casual. And, you know, I just like that, or I would go to kickboxing classes or different things like that. And then um, after I graduated college, I moved to New York. And there I found Jiva Mukti, which is an incredible, true yoga school. Oh my goodness, yeah. Sharon Gannon and David Life are absolutely tapped in. Absolutely. Uh, Yeah, I had the pleasure of actually um, interviewing them when I was in New York two years ago for New Year's. Mm. And they do their huge New Year's Silent retreat. New Year's it blew experience. my mind. They are on a spiritual path. And from their studio, so many people have learned the teachings and learned about yoga. And it really is yoga as a spiritual practice over there. Mm-hmm. So I came from LA and where it's, you know, all body all the time. And then I started taking those classes and at first I was super resistant. I'm like, what is this Dharma talk for 15 minutes at the beginning? I don't want to hear this, you know, let's get it moving. What is this? But um, something kept drawing me back and I started practicing there daily and I had a job. And after about nine months, I like, I remember calling my dad and being like, if this is what working is, like, I choose being homeless. Oh like, I, <laughs> I was like, I cannot, you know, sit in a cubicle and work like this. This is this is not for me. And so I, you know, had, was getting really deep into Jiva Mukti and yoga. And I was like, I'm going to take a chance and I'm going to do a teacher training. And I wasn't even comfortable enough to be like, I want to be a yoga teacher. I was just mm-hmm. kind of like just gonna see and maybe it's temporary and whatever and so I found a teacher training in New York that was starting the soonest quit did it and really just immersed myself this was the lean years I I washed dishes in the vegan cafe at Jiva Mukti did you 
get to eat there? I did get to eat there. Did you love it? it that Tavo toast? Oh my goodness. <laughs> every single dish that I had there, I went there for I was every there single meal. For, yeah, every yeah. single meal. And um, there was one other vegan spot that I went to, I forget the name of, but Jiva Mukti by far like surpassed their meal just excellence and it was less expensive. Spicy like, tempeh salad, the yogi's choice bowl. So I I worked um, and literally washed dishes in the cafe for a year so that I could practice there for free and like start to really be a part of that community. And I was just, you know, doing yoga twice a day and studying everything. And then I went to India and I was there for two months and I studied at an Ayurvedic retreat and hospital up in the Nilgiri Mountains, which mm. is where all the green tea is grown. So it's like vast green tea covered mountains. Wow. <laughs> as far as the eye can see, you have to go. You can go there for a week and just receive treatment just saying, or do a training there. You can become oh an goodness. Ayurvedic therapist there. So I kind of took a major chance and looking back, I can't believe like so young, maybe 23 or 24, I just found this place online, you know, and their website doesn't even half represent how beautiful it was because mm -hmm. it's just kind of janky. Yeah. And I arrived there, I think on Christmas morning and I was there for eight weeks and I just rising with the sun, doing the sun salutations, facing the rising sun, mm -hmm. meditating, practicing. Like fully immersed. Fully immersed, one-on-one -on -one with my teacher. And it really, that was like a pivotal transformation for me. It made me believe in God. Wow. Yes. So and talk about that a little bit. I mean. I just saw my teacher so, um, faithful so like living yoga kind compassionate thoughtful you know thinking about his words and actions and really like living these teachings um not in the classroom you know living these teachings in a daily life in a daily life and just mm -hmm. i was like oh my god like god is real and mm -hmm. like i just felt it and um so you know, I hadn't really been teaching too much before then because I didn't really feel ready. I was just kind of on my study, 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 work in the cafe mm -hmm. thing. And when I came back from India, like I remember thinking on the way back, like now I can start teaching. Mm -hmm. I finally felt like I could assume the seat and be a teacher. And my friend texted me like, I think in the airport in Mumbai and was like, I have someone who wants to do private yoga and I'm going to give him your name. Aww. And so like, you know, it just works out like that. And um, it's little signs and you know you're on the right path. Totally. And so I came home from um, India and I was back in New York City and I started teaching privates. And um, I always had the most amazing luck with amazing privates, just you know, grace of God, if you will. And, um, you know, started with that. And my friend who opened Yoga Vita, Mike Patton, who I knew from practicing at Jiva Mukti, because he, he lost his job at Bear Stearns. He fell into yoga hardcore. And then he opened up Yoga Vita, which is going to be opening their fourth studio in New York wow. later this month. So he was young. He wanted to make it a 
different from Jiva Mukti, more accessible, geared at young people. And he had one studio. He like wouldn't hire me yet. And then when he was opening the second studio, my friend who taught there was like, you have to hire Kyle now, mm-hmm. like get a grip. And so um, Yoga Vita let me assume the seat like even more. It gave me an audience of mm-hmm. people kind of my age and younger who I could speak to. Yeah. And at this point, I I did the Jiva Mukti teacher training before that also, because that was a training I had always wanted to do because that was the studio that opened my eyes to all of this stuff. So Mm -hmm. I had done their teacher training in the meantime, and I did an 800-hour apprenticeship with my teacher, Rima Rabat, there. And so, like, I really put in the hours and I really, really studied this stuff. And even if you don't have to do Jiva Mukti's teacher training, if you practice there for a year, you learn the sutras, mm-hmm. you learn the lessons of the Gita, you learn the myths um, behind the postures, you learn the chants, you learn so much there. And can you tell me a little bit about why you feel so strongly about schools like Jiva Mukti? I just think it's important to teach people and it's also important to let them practice. And, you know, you have to remind yourself when you're teaching a regular open class, they're not here for teacher training. They don't necessarily need the rotation of the hip and the da da da. They're here to get their practice in and go about their lives. Mm -hmm. But um, the schools are important because there are people, there's like hunger and desire and interest in learning the philosophy. Mm-hmm. And that's what kind of sets it apart. So I must ask you. Yes. What do you feel is the the potency that a school like Jiva Mukti brings towards a student? The potency is that they're kind of unrelenting that like and I even find myself in my teaching and at our studio we bend a little bit to fit our audience Mm. um Jiva Mukti is uncompromising in their beliefs and how they teach and it can be polarizing it's not for everybody and I've kind of since you know on this path you always need inspiration and so you know, I have a new teacher, Katona, and I will I will get to that and we'll get all into this other method that I'm now obsessed with studying. But um, Jiva Mukti is very curry flavored. It's like a Hindu devotional practice. Yeah, and very that, bhakti based. Very bhakti, chanting in every class, Sanskrit. As my Katona teacher says, you know, yoga doesn't have to be curry flavored. So now I'm very interested in a practice that's inspired by Chinese philosophy, um, Taoism, Chinese medicine, five element theory and Mm -hmm. sacred geometry. So any of these schools that really say what they believe and they don't, you know, they're not just offering the fads or like people want hot yoga now. Okay, we're turning up the heat or people want loud hip hop music. Okay, we have our Drake class. And Mm -hmm. like, trust me, nobody likes Drake more than me. (laughs) Um, (laughs) And I play that kind of music too. But we're a younger studio and we give our teachings, but we we want to make it accessible and enjoyable. And, you know, I'm always reminding the students that practicing isn't a chore. It's a miracle. Mm, like you're so wow. lucky 
that you get to be here. Lucky that you have the wherewithal, the will to say, I want to go to yoga. Lucky that you have an able enough body. Lucky that you have the circumstances in your life to be able to practice. Like where I come from, it is not a chore or a task or something to, is this hour over yet? It's like, it's a, a miracle. And of course, we all have our practices where you're like looking at the clock or you have to drag your ass there and you, you know, of course, but in general, it's a miracle. (laughs) (laughs) So from your days of practicing at the Jiva Mukti studio, Mm -hmm. what led you to Katana Yoga? So, you know, Jiva Mukti is very, they have that whole like, bow down to your teachers kind of guru setup. And I knew that if I stayed on at Jiva Mukti, that I would have to teach one 7 a.m. class for about two years and that it would be very slow and you're always, you know, Sharon and David are at the top and it's very hierarchical. Mm -hmm. And so it was around that same time that I'd finished my apprenticeship and privates were building and Yoga Vita reached out to me and I went for it. And I think that's, that's been the difference maker of why I was able to step in and like assert myself and step into my like power as a teacher Mm -hmm. because they put me on the schedule I was teaching 10 classes a week we started a teacher training there and Mike had us young teachers leading the 200 hour and um you know it just gave me the confidence to like step into it Mm -hmm. so that was a few years and I had an amazing setup going at Yoga Vita for a yoga teacher, it's so rare to be making a pretty good paycheck from your studio because I taught there really regularly. Mm-hmm. We did mentorships, we did teacher trainings, and I was like, had a really great thing going there. Plus, the classes were big. You know, it was a volume model. So we had lots of students, and it was <laughs> fun and amazing. And I had my privates, but, um, and it's around that time that I found Katona Yoga. And Katona is, um, Naveen, Michonne, and Abby Galvin's baby. It's their method. And like I said, it's based on Eastern philosophy. And it's just a fresh take on all this stuff. It's like about mediating polarities. It's about finding your center to navigate your circumference, your circumstance. It's about becoming well-rounded and spherical so that when life hits back you don't break you bounce and you keep going and I can feel it like the last breakup I had it didn't break me Mm. I'm not rigid you know from these practices I'm pliable I have multifaceted perspective I have all the techniques and tools and yes you know crying in yoga class for a while but bounce back and you know I'm radiant and so you are. It's radiant. working. You are <laughs> it totally is. It totally is. And it's so beautiful to see you so bright and in your power. And Thank there's you. not a lot of women who I meet on a daily basis who, you know, are in the process of opening a brand new studio and keep their calm and their cool as well as you do. So Thank you. Thank it's beautiful you. to witness. Um, so from, I guess, learning this uh, practice of Katana Yoga, what was kind of like that pivotal point that said, I want to teach this? So 
it's their pranayama and a lot of it is based on kundalini pranayama but you know it's like I'm sure you know, and as you were saying why you like my class, this gets old. If you've been practicing since you were 15, like I have, when I would go casually for high school, you know, the poses don't change. It's the same thing. So it's like you just have to keep it fresh almost. And I take their pranayama and it literally like made me feel overflowing with joy Mm -hmm. and I was just like wow I'm joyously embodied and for some of our listeners who are not familiar with pranayama would you kind of lead them through maybe a guided pranayama that they can do right now yeah we can do my favorite technique so prana is life force and yama is control such a damn yoga teacher (laughs) (laughs) I'm like we have to start by breaking down the word that's good so um, pranayama is breath work and it it's, it's more subtle than the asanas on the eight limb path. It's a step further. So after you've worked out the kinks in your body, then you start mediating, modifying, and controlling your breathing patterns. And that's how you really work the nervous system. That's how you really can start to change your thoughts and um, you know move forward on this path of self-mastery. So a technique that that all of the traditions use is Kapalabhati and it means skull shining breath Mm -hmm. and it's a pumping forceful exhalation through the nose and if your nose is blocked up today you can use your mouth (laughs) but you know that one day it's going to be out through the nose so how we like to teach it and and how my teacher Abby and Naveen teach it is to sit up on a block or a book or a shoebox or anything that you can find and you really want to tip your pubic bone forward so that you are getting off your ass and you're plugged into the earth with your perineum that space between your pubic bone and your tailbone so you're upright your spine should now be totally vertical now reach your arms up so kind of like making a y like if you were ymcaing and now we're making the y and then turn your hands into little cups. So seal your fingers, um, make a little kind of indentation in the center of your hand and make your hands into nice little cups that could catch water. So your arms are up and think that with your arms up, you've opened two beautiful windows in front of your lungs. And now you can push your lungs forward in their rib cage and now we can ventilate your house, your body, um, so that you feel better. So you get a, to change the atmosphere, to aerate and make you less dense. And yes, keeping the arms up is hard. So that's part of it. With the arms up, take a big inhale. And then a big exhale and let everything go. So now you inhale to a comfortable level. And then exhale, you begin with these short, sharp, sniffing breaths out through the nose. So Andrew's doing it. And you can learn this technique through your ears. So I hope you're playing along with us because it's fun and it will cause a little alchemy. You will feel different. So you don't worry about the inhale. You focus on the exhale. Out, 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 out. And the abdomen is pumping. 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. Inhale, reach up. 
Hook your thumbs, keep the air in, stretch. And now exhale, pop the cork and you let it go. Nice, bring your hands back down onto your lap, close your eyes and you give yourself two breaths just to normalize everything. Wonderful. <laughs> wow. Just just that little, I mean, I hope that you guys tried that because honestly, it feels good to open up the windows of your lungs and to fully breathe into your body. And like you said, crown shining, like it feels like there's so much more oxygenated blood in my brain and things are working. Mm-hmm. It, it, this works. <laughs> Pranayama is so effective and efficient. You can do a little... 15 minute pranayama practice and feel like you just came out of a 90 minute, you know, asana practice. Mm -hmm. It's, it's more effective, I think. So, um, I was like done with New York. I couldn't take it a second longer. Um, you know, being from LA, I was hitting that eight year mark. I'm like, even though I have such a good thing going with my students and studio and teachers, I was like, I got to go back home. <laughs> Venice Beach, you know, I'm, it's calling. And so I moved back to LA three years ago um, this month, last month. Wow. Yes. Happy three year. Thank you. <laughs> so I'm back home and I'm feeling it. And, you know, it was like humbling. I had to like cold call studios and be like, need a yoga teacher, you know, and start over. I left all my clientele. I left all my students and you know, a lot of people here haven't even heard of Jiva Mukti or Yoga Vita. So it wasn't like, you know, I was moving from, I don't know, one yoga works or something. So I, I just rebuilt and it took me about a year. And in this time, um, my now business partner, Cien, reached out to me and I like am cloudy on the details because I forget how it all went down but we we had known each other she she owned a studio in montauk which is in the hamptons outside of new york and called love yoga and we knew of each other through mutual yoga friends but we we met once she tells me i don't even remember we met at yoga vita she took my class once and she slid up in my dms and was like <laughs> i know you're moving to la I'm, you're moving back to LA. I'm moving to LA. Let's open a Love Yoga Venice and let's do it together. Wow. And so, so immediately it was just like. So mm. we got to know each other once we were already decided that we were business partners and That's that we were awesome, going to go on this venture together. And so for about a year, we searched for the perfect location and we saw everything and we're getting to know each other and we're both teaching at other studios in Venice throughout this time and trying to build up our students and privates and, you know, make the transition, which always the transition year is a, a lean year. Mm -hmm. And um, then we found our space and then the build out, the lease, the permitting. Oh, we ran into every obstacle. The business. The business. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> we we announced, I sent to every freaking person in my phone that our opening party was, you know, this date. And then we got rejected on a permit and we had to cancel and push everything back. And 
very humble. I'm like, I just sent that text to 300 people <laughs> inviting them, you know, so it's good. Ego, little puncture is always good. Mm-hmm. And then we finally opened um, one year ago. So our studio in Venice has been open for a year and um, it's everything to me. It, it gives me so, it gives me identity purpose a place a home it lets me teach it lets me it gives me everything Hmm. and i love it so much and um i couldn't do anything else wow that's beautiful that life just happened to perfectly align for you and cn to meet Mm -hmm. and now you guys rock it out like your your classes that you do together are amazing and there's such a symmetry behind you too i feel that it's almost like your sisters, like long lost sisters. People ask us if we're sisters, and it's really nice. We've led re- we we led a retreat to Morocco together last month. We did Ireland a few months before that. Mm-hmm. We're selling and filling up Nicaragua right now, and you know, getting to travel together, getting to teach alongside together, getting to do all of our photo shoots and interviews together usually um (laughs) it's fun and we you know it's hard too it's like we have to prioritize our relationship and you know we had to learn that first year especially before we were even had our space we had to learn how to work together and you you know learn not to nitpick each other Mm. learn how she does things learn how i approach things find the balance and it's it's an everyday thing oh my god we had to have a talk and work through an issue earlier in the week because we are so bound up together best friends business partners we're like wives that run a business together (laughs) and so you know it's a it's a living thing and we both prioritize that and we know her success is my success and you know neither of us can have success without the other one so that's beautiful that you have that sisterhood that's yeah of connection. we are committed to one another that's for sure <laughs> and so now we have just signed a lease for a new location Woo! and it's very exciting we've been searching everywhere and we found the most amazing spot in silver lake on sunset and mohawk on the second floor with big windows along one wall looking off onto sunset and it's going to be gorgeous I think and really nice and we are beyond excited and we're also very scared just because like (laughs) driving if any of you people in LA know driving is no joke so we're going to have to manage our time and make our schedules really make sense and you know try to probably trial and error that so we can try to work best with traffic and everything so it's going to be big but we're so excited and we want to you know have open a studio a year for the next couple years and we also want to launch a teacher a love yoga teacher training in the fall so we've got our work cut out for us and we've been working on it and um you know making our manual which is like our manifesto our our everything and all your heart in one little book exactly (laughs) so we've been working and working on that and um yeah 
just doing it all. Well, congratulations thank on making you. it happen. Seriously. Thank you. Thank you. So I know that a lot of our listeners are yoga teachers, but some of them do have aspirations of owning their own studio. What would you say would be three tips to really understanding how yoga correlates to business? One, like, you know, be clear. It's a business. Like, yes, our studio, we want it to serve, like, you know, for a community and to share the teachings, but don't get it twisted. You know, I am, we're doing the studio to make money and to support ourselves and to, you know, create the lives that we want to have. So, mm-hmm. you know, be clear. You have to, in this business, assert your value. I, when I have new privates reaching out for me, you know, I tell them my rate and I say, if that's too much, I have a whole staff of younger teachers that um, that would do it for less. Mm-hmm. So, you know, and trust me, I used to take the train to Brooklyn and teach these this couple for $10. So you build up from there. In the beginning, you humbly want to teach and say yes as much as you can. And I'm sure you had to do it too. Yep. You teach for free. You you teach for $10. You teach a private for $60. And then you don't do that anymore. <laughs> <laughs> um, so know your value. And back to opening a studio. I mean, you have to take risks, right? You We just took a risk. We, we quit our other yoga gigs and we poured all of our attention, our time, our money, are everything. I mean, I cleaned out, you know, the little savings that I had and this is it. Like there is no backup plan. There is no, what if it doesn't work out? This is it. This is what we're doing. Mm -hmm. So take risk. Um, And for me, I couldn't do it alone. I, I don't know if I'd have the impetus to potentiate. Like partners make you accountable. You got the Monday meeting, then you say what you're going to do. And the next Monday, you got to show that you've done it. Yeah. So it pushes us forward. Um, we also have a third partner, Jeff. Um, he He's behind the scenes. Me and Sienna are the face. And so all the interviews, like I always joke to Jeff that as soon as I came into the partnership, <laughs> he went into the closet and it was just me and Sienna, <laughs> me and Sienna, me and Sienna. Mm-hmm. But we do have a third partner and the three of us make it all happen. Um, so find a partner you trust. Partners, partner, whatever that you trust that you know you want your future tied up with and then you guys can potentiate. That's beautifully said. <laughs> well put. Um, so I really enjoy leaving our Yoga Revealed podcast family with one golden nugget that can help them on their practice to help them feel more empowered and just allow them to grow and shine on their journey of yoga. Let me think. Jeez. Um, (laughs) One nugget. I would say having a big picture vision and holding your vision dear. What it is you want. Big picture out of life. Who you want to be. And then putting one foot in front of the other towards that. Mm -hmm. Holding the vision and being willing to put forth the effort to get it. Totally. That's such a 
<laughs> that's that hits the nail on the head you know it's like the practice of yoga is that tapas that understanding that there is an ultimate goal and that each and every day gives you the opportunity to work towards that goal and bettering yourself yes so that's i love that well cool goodness kyle that <laughs> our yoga revealed listeners are empowered and wise and so much more lively after <laughs> your beautiful interview. I really appreciate you taking the time to be here with me today. Thank you. Yes, indeed. And how can our listeners reach you or find your classes? You can go to loveyogaspace.com and find our schedule. And I teach there six days a week. And I don't know how my schedule is going to look when Silver Lake opens, but <laughs> everything is online. You can join our mailing list. So all of our cool workshops and events that we're always doing and our retreats and everything. And you can follow our studio on Instagram at Love Yoga Space, or you can follow me on Instagram, Kyle Miller Yoga. Hmm. Well, thank you so much for your time today. Thank you, Andrew. Namaste. Namaste. Thank you for tuning into this episode of the Yoga Revealed podcast. You can learn more about Kyle Miller and the amazing Katana Method at loveyogaspace.com. Make sure to check out her upcoming classes and retreats. And until next time, yogis, live light, shine bright. deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Normally, being a little extra can be a bit much, but when it comes to healthcare, it pays to be extra. And United Healthcare makes it easy with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they supplement your primary plan, helping you manage out-of-pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods. So when it comes to covering your medical bills, you can feel good about being a little extra. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.